Yo, y'all know what time it is. It's a brother's got next. It's your boy D. And as always, I'm joined by my partner in crime quad. What's going on, man? D, what's going on, player? Man, a lot, a lot. You know, obviously you got a championship weekend this weekend. Uh got the coaching carousel going as, as we speak today. Mm-hmm. Um, the last couple of days. Uh got a lot of NBA we're gonna touch on later. Um, USA basketball, you know, releasing their they're finalists, so you know we're gonna. You and me are gonna come up with our who should be on the teams. You know the twelve man roster. Yes, but sir. Uh, yeah, man, let's get started with the with the championship weekend. Obviously, we got the first one three o'clock. We got uh, Kansas City Chiefs at your favorite team, the Baltimore Ravens. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man, who, the city who, I'm moving to soon. <laughs> yeah, you moving to? You might become a Ravens fan. You know, on the low. Now nah, I'm just playing with oh, you. But, don't, uh, don't say that, man. <laughs> okay, then I can say you're gonna be a Commanders fan soon. Yeah, I know on the low. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, some big news, I guess, coming out of command. We'll t- we'll touch on that in a, in a minute. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, man. So you know, wh- what do you think of the game? Who you got? Who you like going to the bowl and, and why, man? Oh man, so KC at the Ravens is tricky, right? Because all season long, the Ravens have been the better team. They finished the season with thirteen wins, had the best, you know, top three defense. I believe them and the Browns kind of went back and forth throughout the season as the league's number one defense. But I believe the Ravens finished with the number one scoring defense. And you know, and the Chiefs have struggled, especially you know at the receiver position, led the league in drops. You know, guys like Kadarius Tony. Um, just haven't been able to get it going. Sky Moore, just he, he he really hasn't had that dependent guy as, you know, he didn't have a dependent guy throughout the season. Um, Rashi Rice became that guy kind of later on. Rookie started to emerge a little bit, but they didn't have that, that nobody's scared of their receivers. And I'm not including Tyree, uh, uh, not including um, their tight end, of course, um, Kelsey. But with all that said, uh, I'm struggling with this one because the easy one would be to go with the home team, you know, they've never been something about these Chiefs, man. They're playing that underdog role. They 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 look like they got that little sparkle in their eye. They're underdogs once again. They went into Buffalo and took care of business. Um, I think the Ravens are the better team, but I, I smell a bit of an upset here, man. I'm I'm gonna go with the I'm gonna go with the Chiefs. I think the defense will be able to contain Lamar a little bit, and I think you know, you can beat some of those Ravens cornerbacks when they, especially when it's one-on-one coverage, even with their, you know, lack of dynamic receivers. But I think Kelsey right, will end right, up right. having a pretty good game. I'm going to go with the Chiefs, man. Minor upset here. I just trust Mahomes. He's been in this spot. I I love Mahomes as an underdog. He has one of the better records against the spread as an underdog. I'm going to go Chiefs. I think it's one of those games that comes down to the wire, maybe like a 27-24. I'm going to go upset. I'm going to go Chiefs here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Oof. <laughs> I, I like, yeah, this is a tough one. I mean, a you lot love of your points, Yeah, a lot of your points you made are valid. Um, you know, I can't really argue or go against them. Um, for me, really, the game really simply comes down to if Lamar balls out, they should win. You know what I mean? If if they if they yes. if yeah. they do what they did to the Texans last week, it should pretty much be an easy win. It actually might be a blowout, right? Um. Again, and I always say this, you know, when it comes to the road teams in the playoffs, if you keep it close, the more you keep it close, the more pressure you put on the home team, right? So yep. that's what the Chiefs did against Buffalo last week. They kept it close. Mm-hmm. They took the lead, you know, at the right time. Obviously, Buffalo had their little miscues, drop balls, you know, missed field goal, all that. So if KC can keep it close, then you may be on track to, for an upset. Yeah. But if Lamar looks how he looks last week, even – 
it's funny because they were only up by a touchdown at halftime. It looked close. I was like, well, at half, remember at halftime it was 10 10. That's right. I'm sorry. Yes, it was 10 10. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I re- forgot that. So if if they if they can kind of do that, what they did last week, kind of all right, first half it was close and it kind of exploded in the second half, then the Ravens should win this easily. Um, you know, and again, KC just has to keep it close. So all that being said, easily though, do you think you can beat the Chiefs easily? Well, I think if, if I'm just I'm going off of what Lamar did last week. Like if they did what they huh? if they do what if the Ravens do to the Chiefs what the what they did to the Texans in the second half, yes. They I don't how would it be close? Because like I don't okay, so for instance, as love as I much as love as I uh, as much as I love Mahomes and I think he's one of the greats, I don't think he can get into a shootout with Lamar. I I just don't. Not with those receivers he has. I don't trust them. They they played well last week, but I'm not that was last week. I'm not gonna sit up here and be like, oh yeah, they're gonna do that, you know, going forward in the in the championship game and maybe in the Super Bowl. No. It's gonna come a time where they're gonna show like, oh yeah, this is why the Chiefs were bad. This is why they let, you know, we were questioning the Chiefs. Like it's gonna happen. I don't know if it's this game, if if they upset if it's in the Super Bowl, but it's gonna happen. So I don't think the Chiefs can match the Ravens point for point. Okay. Now if, if, if again, if it's close and it's more of a defensive kind of game, then I agree with you. I think the Chiefs can upset them and then kind of just win it at the end. But if Lamar goes off, it's not close. But if the Chiefs can keep it close, they can definitely win. With that being said, I'm going to lean more towards what the Ravens did last week. I think what the Chiefs did last week was was great and incredible. Like, you know, Mahomes winning that game in Buffalo, his first road playoff game. Mm-hmm. You know, with those receivers, even though you know the receivers did play well, and the defense, their defense played well as well. Um, I'm gonna go with the latter. I I think the Ravens. I while I like the Chiefs D, I just Lamar's on a lo- another level right now. I don't think there's not a lot of teams I've seen slow him down. So, and I don't know if the Chiefs can really like slow him down. You know what I mean? Because the thing is with him, he's so unpredictable, whether it's pass or run. And then when he runs, it's like. I mean, yeah. it's like the second coming of Vic out there. So it really is. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is really nothing you can do. I don't really know as a defense what you can do with that. You know what I mean? Because you can spy him. Okay, cool, spy him. Then he throws to Zay Flowers or or OBJ or I know um I don't know if Mark Andrews is playing this week, but even though that ba- they have that backup tight end is good. Yeah, they've got so, so like, much. Yeah, Isaiah. Like exactly. It. He yeah, has so like much it. talent. It be so. Here's the thing. It'd be different if he was just it was just him. And he had, like, what Mahomes has on his receivers. Like, he didn't have any. Like, oh, well, it's pretty much Lamar or nothing. But he has talent. So that's the thing now. Like, he he has receivers. So it's like, what do you do as a defense? Like, it's only but so much you can do. Yeah, you can put a spy on him. And even the spy sometimes doesn't even work. Because, yeah, they, they did that last week. And he still mm-hmm. did what he wanted. So, um, yeah, I'm going to go towards the ladder. I think the Ravens win. And I, I, I'm I'm going to probably go to obviously. I think they, they win kind of easily. I think they I think they blow out the Chiefs. I just don't see a scenario where the the Chiefs don't really be getting blown out like that. Not they this, don't, this, but it, listen, it every dog has his day. It happens. You know what I mean? Things yeah. things happen that you don't think is going to happen, and you're like, oh, that happened. So I I think the Ravens win big. So I'm gonna go with the Ravens on this. I think the Ravens. I mean, I picked the Ravens all year to go to the Super Bowl. So yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna stop here. As much as I love Mahomes and KC, and I normally don't bet against. Mahomes, especially in the playoffs, um, yeah, this may be the one exception. So I'm gonna go with the Ravens. Yeah, I think the Ravens are well equipped to. I mean, they're they're the best team left in these playoffs, right? So, and I just think Lamar is so motivated. Like everything I hear him talk, and 
I think he's trying to shut up and quiet the doubters that he can't win big games or go, you know, he's not a Super Bowl winning quarterback. And I know he obviously he's going to win the MVP, but, you know, I think he was tired of hearing like, you know, he only won one playoff game. Obviously now he's two and three. I just think he's really motivated. I'm not saying the Mahomes and the Chiefs are not, but I just think Lamar's extra motivated. He's just, he looks like he's like on a mission. Um, So yeah. So I'm gonna go with the Ravens. Okay. Yeah. I think it's going to be great. A great game. Uh, Like I said, the Ravens are the best team left in these playoffs, but I just, I don't know, man. I'm I'm just gonna I'm just gonna roll the dice here and roll with the Chiefs just based off of like they love this underdog, you know, they love playing the underdogs here, and I think that's gonna be enough to propel them to a win. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. It's supposed to be a rainy one, so it's supposed to rain mm-hmm. Sunday, so it's mm-hmm. gonna be a nasty game. So yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll, see. we'll see. But uh all right, and then you know, listen, NFC championship game, man. I'm happy for the Detroit Lions, man. Yeah, long, yeah. long time coming with it. 30, I think it's 33 years or something like that um, since they've been to the NFC Championship game. Um, yeah, man, it's a long yeah, time. since 91. 91. Yeah, since it's, it's a great story. Um, you know, so yeah, man, who you, who you like, who you got, who you, you know, who you got going to the Super Bowl? Oh, this one's tough, right? Because which San Francisco team are we going to see? Obviously, they're not going to have Debo Samuel, who he's, who's a huge part of that offense. Um, but they oh, still I have they enough. Oh, he felt good today. I, I heard he reports he felt he's been feeling better. I thought he was a game-time decision. He's oh, out. Okay. okay. Well, I don't know if he's officially out yet, but let's say if he doesn't play, um, and even if he does play, obviously he's not going to be at 100%. So, right, right, uh, right. We'll see how that kind of affects their offense. Um but yeah, with that said, uh, man, this is this is tough because it depends on. And you're right; it looks like he's a game time decision. But yeah, it yeah. kind of depends mm-hmm. on what Niners team you get, right? Because we know how they are when they're clicking; they look absolutely unstoppable. But then sometimes you have your doubts when it comes to Shanahan and the playoffs. And sometimes, like it seems like he is scheming differently for some reason. I have no idea, but. Uh, they're going up against a Lions team that's playing with a lot of confidence, once again, embracing that underdog role, particularly in this spot. With all that said, I'm going to go with the Niners here. I think they're going to be able to do enough um, to contain the the Lions offense. And I don't love the Lions on the road, especially outside. They don't. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Right, right, right. Yeah, they don't. They just don't seem to have that same click. And even Jared Goff is as good as he's been since he's been a Detroit Lion they just don't really have that same flow on offense when they're not at home. So uh, with that said, I think Purdy is going to have a nice bounce back game. Uh, I think McCaffrey is going to get things going as well. Um, and I, I actually think this game could get a little lopsided. I'm going to go with the the Niners here to kind of get back to what they looked like in this regular season. I'm going to go 33, 20 uh, Niners. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. I'm kind of, I'm going to second you on this. Yeah. I don't actually don't think this game is going to be close. While I love the Lions, is a good story. Um, whether Debo plays or not, I uh, yeah. you know, I know obviously the Niners won a close game against Green Bay last week. Um, you know, that looked kind of shaky at the end, but you know, um, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think this this week, look, they last year they won the NFC Championship game, everybody got hurt. I think the, they're motivated by that, like you know, how that went down. They were one game away from the Super Bowl, they're at home this time. I don't think they're gonna let this opportunity just you know wither away again. Um, I think they're going to be pretty motivated and just ready to go. Um, I, as you said, you don't know what Niners you're going to get, the one that's clicking and what's not. I think you're going to get the one that's clicking. Um, I'm still not big on Detroit's defense. Um, I think you can, you can still you can still do things on them. Um, yeah, you can. And then, like I said, I agree with you. I don't trust golf outside, um, you know, and on the road. Yeah, because golf is – he can tend to throw some, some picks. This is where I think 
you're going to get at least a, maybe a two interception kind of game. Yeah, I, I'm. I see this game like a 35, maybe 20 game. You know what I mean? Um, I, I think the Niners win pretty easily. I think they'll pretty much control the game and they'll kind of pretty much pull ahead at the end, like you know, where it's like no doubt they're going to get it. So I, I like the Niners. I think 35, 20. Uh, Niners, but I, yeah. I think I think the Niners pretty much control the game and win easily. Yeah, and I'm very close. I said 33-20, so we got the same idea. Yeah, pretty much right. But I think they the, the Niners will win by at least two touchdowns. Um, yeah, yeah, and I think I think you know I think we'll get a rematch of the Niners and Ravens in the Super Bowl from earlier this season. The, the one that the Ravens didn't make the Niners look good, you know. So, uh, <laughs> right. yeah, but uh, yeah, I think we get a rematch, and uh, yeah, man, I think that's the suit. I think it's Ravens, Niners Super Bowl would be number one versus number one. You know, um, I will say this: I think the I think the AFC winner wins the Super Bowl this year. I agree I, with you. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I don't know. Well, you know what? No, no, I'm gonna take that back. If it's Casey and. See, I think the Niners and the Lions couldn't beat KC. Well, remember, I know it was the beginning; it was the first game of the season, and they didn't have Kelsey. But the, the Lions did go into KC and win. So, not having Kelsey's big though—that's that's true. Not having Kelsey's big. And, and the Niners, the, the Niners can beat the, the, the Chiefs. They can beat them. They can, you know. And I, that Chiefs would be another rematch. That would be crazy because that's another rematch. For, I know it's like three or four years ago, but that'd be another rematch. But I, I would like the Niners this time around because. Mahomes is not going to have Tyreek to throw that deep ball to, you know. So, um, I, I'll, I'm going to disagree with you on that. I think if, now if the Ravens win, I think they can beat either the Niners or the Lions. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I 100%. They already did. They blew both of them out. Oh, that's right. I forgot they blew out the Lions. In, oh, yeah. they killed them. I think it was like 39 <laughs> to like 6. They yeah. So, I think if the Ravens win, they're I, I'm going to be like, I don't want to, you know, I never like to say a lock, but. Yeah, I pretty much think they'll win the Super Bowl. But if KC wins, they can be beat. You know, I think it, now KC versus either either the Lions or the Niners may be a better game. You may get a better game, you know, out of mm-hmm. that. But because the Ravens, to me, can blow out either the Lions or the Niners. They can blow them out. You know what I mean? They've already done it. Here's the thing, too, about the Ravens. is they So they beat the Lions 38-6. to six. It's like the thing about the Ravens is – they beat down really good teams. It's like, damn, how did they thirty yeah. to six? And then the 49ers was in San Fran. And what was that? That one was what 33 to 19. I don't and the game wasn't even that close score-wise. No, and they made Purdy look like like Mr. Irrelevant. You know what I mean? Yeah, because at one point I think it was like 33 to 13 or something. So yeah, that God, they look so good, man. They look so yeah, good. Like I can said, I man, change my can... pick? Can I change my pick? Is it too it's not <laughs> <laughs> no, but listen, man. Anything can happen, man. It's one game. You're right. Anything can happen. Like I said, Chiefs keep it close. They got a shot. If rape, listen, I'm gonna give it to you. I'm gonna put it to you like this. If by the end of the third, the Ravens are up by seven or ten, I think it's a wrap. I I think so. Like, what if it's tied? Now, if it's tied by the end of the third, I'm with you. Then I'm like, okay, quad prediction may come true because I'm not gonna say the first half because obviously they were tied with the Texans in the first half and you saw what they did in the second half. So. I'm going to say third quarter. By the third quarter, if it's like, right, tied, yeah, then I'm like, oof. But if the Ravens are up, especially if they're up double digits, I'm going to be like, yeah, bro, it, it's a wrap. You know what I mean? But now, before we before we move on, hypothetically, if Mahomes wins the Super Bowl this year, which would be probably his most impressive because yes, of the I agree. team he's had, can we say he is top five all time? Yes. Yes. The Does he have Super- 
three so Super Bowls. Listen, listen. He, he'd have more. He'd have more. He'd have more than Manny, right? Now he'd be one back from Montana. He had more. He would have more than Elway. Um, he would have obviously. He already has more than Rodgers. Um, who who else would put that? I mean, obviously Dan doesn't have any. Um, yeah. So I think so. Yeah. I think yeah. three you, Super Bowls and two MVP and, and two MVPs is, is super. yeah yeah I think you could and you can maybe even argue that he's top three, you know you can start arguing top Man, three. That's wild, it, isn't wow. it? And yeah, he still has start, another. Think, he's probably going to play for a, another decade or more. And that's the crazy thing. That's what I'm saying. If he wins this year, I'm I'm not not I'm not just saying top. I'm gonna say top three because I'm gonna say Brady, Montana, then him. Yeah, I'm gonna start saying I'm yeah. like yeah he has three Super Bowls. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, listen, Trayman has three, so he doesn't have the numbers. You know what I mean? So no, as as I love, no. yeah, as much as I loved Aikman, and you know, I'm obviously I was a Cowboy fan. He doesn't have the numbers, so no, he'd he be doesn't. tied with Aikman. But Aik, nobody has Aikman in their top five. You know what I mean? I don't even think Aikman's in a lot of people's top ten. But I mean, exactly, yeah. exactly. So that's what I'm saying. So Mahomes wins this one. We we got to start saying top three. I don't even top five is get out of here with that. We got to start saying okay, yeah, he's number three. Now is know? he top ten right now? Yeah, I do. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think, yeah, he I think he's top ten now. This like, this Super Bowl, if he wins this year, this will make him top three. Yeah, he already be in the top three conversation. That's that's wild, man. And then you're right, he has so much more to play. So yeah, because then we start arguing now, it's gonna be hard for him to beat Brady, but then we'll probably start saying he's definitely number two. He beat a LeBron of football. Well, LeBron's number one though. So. No, he's number two. Stop it. Now nah, he beat a LeBron of football. <laughs> So, well, well the thing no, is, be, but here's the thing. But here, Quab, hit me out. It'd be the thing. He would be short of Brady as far as championship. Now, as far as records, you're right. I don't know. He may break a lot of Brady's records. I don't know. We don't know that yet. Yeah, that's but, gonna be tough. Yeah, that's gonna be. Yeah, tough. but he's not gonna catch him in in the championships. So I think a we lot of people still say like, okay, think. Brady's number one. He's two. I don't think there's nothing wrong with him being two. Because Brady has what seven. Yeah, that's oh, that's gonna be oh hard. Yeah, and there are still people out there that want to question whether or not he. Well, the new thing is now. Well, it's not new, but people are. Well, he cheated. It's like, oh boy. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah, I already, I already know what you're talking about on that. Uh, one. Yeah. Well, it's a couple of people, but we yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, no. So I think with Mahomes, <laughs> his only thing is really gonna be he can't catch Brady with the championships. That's gonna be tough. But he may be, he may beat Brady with numbers. You know, all, all overall. See, I think that's going to be tough too, though. I mean, Brady has like eighty, not like eighty something thousand passing yards. Like he's up there, man. Yeah, so it's going to be tough yeah. either way. So it's you, so, okay, so, so all right, so you saying that all that? So you, hypothetically, even if Mahomes was to win more, would you then just say he, the best he can be is number two? And realistically, yeah, because I don't see him. Because I don't, I'm not the type that thinks he has to surpass Brady. So, for example, if he wins five Super Bowls. Four MV, five MVPs or four MVPs. Mm-hmm. I, I think, I think, I think he has a chance to still be because one thing we can all agree with is, as far as the eye test, I think he's more talented than Brady. Oh yes, no question, no. Question. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he's gonna right. have some argument with that there. Um, so I don't think he necessarily has to surpass him in all these categories. I just think if he can stay, stay where he's at for the next decade, it's going to take a lot to take out Brady, man. Brady was good for so damn long. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. I don't think there's anything wrong with being number two. If he ends up being the second greatest quarterback of to, to ever play the game, I don't think there's anything wrong with like That's pretty good. Like, I'd be like, right. like there's, there's nothing wrong with MJ being number two. Exactly. You mean, no, nothing wrong with LeBron being number two. 
Or MJ, right. Well, MJ's not number two. He's number one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's I don't wrong. know why let's you keep wrong. thinking that, but, you know. Hey, I mean, well, difference of opinion, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. So let's let's move on. All right, real please, quick. Please. So... <laughs> Wait, what did you say? Yeah, please, let's move on. <laughs> yeah, please, let's move on. Yeah, but, um, all right, real quick. Some coaching uh, news came down the last couple of days. So we'll start with uh, the hardball hiring for the Chargers. So, you know, tell me what you think and how 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 better is it, does it make the Chargers moving Yeah, I, I, I love this hire. I, I would be – I'd want to hear people's reasonings why they don't. You know, because mm-hmm. one thing about Jim Harbaugh, man, whether you like his personality or not, he has won everywhere he's been. He won at Stanford. He won with the Niners. Uh, he obviously won with Michigan. So, like, the resume is there. He makes you a better team. There's no question. He's one of the best at his job. So you bring him back to the NFL. He already has a, a, a quarterback that has a top five argument. You know, um, he's going to have to fix up that defense. But the good thing about the defense is the the talent is there. He's got to get the right coordinator there. But he is going to elevate. I believe he's going to elevate Herbert into an MVP type quarterback, which we know he has the talent. I, I'm right, I think right. He's right. extremely talented. So I think he he'll elevate them automatically. They're not in a super strong division outside of the Chiefs. I mean, the Raiders are a work in progress. They have no quarterback, and the Broncos are kind of a mess. So I don't see mm-hmm. why they can't win. They can't win eleven games next year. You're only going to have to contend with the Chiefs. That's it. Then the Chiefs. Right, let's say the right. Chiefs win twelve games. They can win eleven games. Um, I love the hire. I think he brings discipline to that organization. I think he's going right. to bring, you know, because one thing, one thing they have to shake off is, is the term charging, which people, which we know what that means. Like they, they'll have these big leads and then they'll blow it or they'll get to the playoffs and they don't get the job done. They're going to have to shake that reputation. And I think this is the perfect person to come in there and, and, and tighten things up, you know, um, make them a little more, a lot more disciplined on the on the offensive end, especially when it comes to like game clutch situations and like fourth quarter situations. Brandon Staley was terrible. He would just go for it on every fourth down, dude. You can't go for it on a fourth down from your own twenty. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, well, so, I think he was big on the analytic, uh, analytics. Analytics, analytics. Yeah, yeah I know I'm saying it so wrong. My God, I'm tongue tied today. Yeah, so I think he was big on that, and that's why a lot of times he, I mean, you're like right. Most of the time he went for it because. You know, he was big on analytics say, saying, oh, you know, hey, this is what the analytics say. Let me just go for it. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And obviously it never it really never worked out for him. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, man, I agree with everything you said as far as uh, with Harbaugh, man. Like the one thing I love about Harbaugh, they're always tough. Like and he makes the defenses like very they're always like really good tacklers. Like remember when he was the Niners, how good of a tackling team they were and how tough they were. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, man, I, I I agree with you, bro. I just think he brings, he just brings a different attitude to an organization and a team. Like, you know, he's kind of quirky. He he kind of moves to the beat of his own drum, and I think that's gonna help the try. And I agree with you. I think Herbert's gonna end up being like a top five quarterback with with you know him being the coach there. I I don't know about MVP oh, for sure, but yeah. definitely top I mean, five. If you're, if you're a top five quarterback, you're gonna have you might have an MVP argument. Like if he if he yeah, puts that's up- true. And we know he has the talent to do it. Um, and I love that he used to play for the Chargers. Like it, it makes exactly. perfect. Yeah. It makes perfect. And, it, and supposedly, I heard they're going to give him time. I mean, he got a five-year deal. You have to. You have yeah. Because I mean, first of all, they gave Brandon Staley what? How many years did he get? Four years? I think he was three years. He got three years. Yeah. So they're mm-hmm. going to give Harbaugh time. Because look, my thing is this: even if let's say, sake of argument, this year 
they're improved, but they're not, you know, maybe, maybe they're improved. They make the playoffs and they get, you know, they're, they're one and done. Okay. If, if he's going to keep improving the team. So like, you know, if they get better and better every year, he's good there, you know, because I just don't think it charges and charger fans don't have a, it's, it's, it's not a high pressure place to play. Not at all. I was going to say that. Yeah, They don't have a high expectation. So yeah, they're in a big market in LA, but let's be real. The Rams run that. It's not, it's not them. I mean, dude, when you go to a Chargers game, the team, the visiting team is always like, it's like their home game. Um, I'm going to be real with you. I, I, I think the the Chargers probably, as far as LA's pro teams, they probably rank like six. First of all, they're I definitely agree. behind. They're definitely behind the Lakers. They're definitely behind the Dodgers. They're behind the Rams. They're behind the. I think they're behind the Clippers because the Clippers are yeah. actually good now. And yeah. like, if hockey's obviously not as popular, but I mean, I'm they're being real. Kings. I'm being real. There might be more Kings fans out there. Than- <laughs> I agree with you. And it, let's not even include yeah. college sports, because if you include college, USC is bigger than them out yeah, there. Exactly. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying, bro. It, it's it's a low expectation place. Like I agree with you. It's a perfect hire. Harbaugh's gonna get time. It, it's it's a perfect situation. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I love it. Great hire. Yeah, I love it too. Yeah, so yeah, man. All right, man. So let's move on to some NBA. Uh man, there was there's a lot going on in the NBA this week, but we gotta start with, with this. Uh so Obviously, you guys have probably all heard a couple of days ago the Bucks fired their head coach Adrian Griffin. So me, uh, Quab, and shout out to our boy Kahar, friend of the pod. He's he's from Milwaukee, a Bucks fan. We all got on a thread, you know, a text thread, and I kept asking the question, "Why would you fire a coach that's thirty three and ten? I'm sorry, thirty. Uh, I'm sorry, no, no, they were thirty and thirteen, and they were second in the East and only three games back of first. And I kept asking that question. I said, "Well, why would you fire? Why would you fire him?" Right now, obviously, there's been reports that have come out that apparently he was very tough, and a lot of the players didn't really feel his coaching style, and that he wasn't a big X's and O's guy. That you know, apparently, Giannis was you know drawing up plays on the bench. And That's not that, good. That's not good. Yeah, that he wouldn't. I guess he wouldn't sum himself out. He kind of would just ignore Adrian Griffin, like you know, when he wanted to come out, he'd say, "No, I'm staying in," and he wasn't really, you know. Showing the coach respect. Okay, now I get all that. With all that being said, right? But and I, and I'll and I'll, I'll throw to you in a minute. My thing is this, real quick. Okay, because I'm I'm still a little perturbed and baffled. When we when you look at sports, sports is about winning, right? It's wins and losses. The NFL, basketball, baseball, mostly all team sports. We look at wins and losses, right? Now I get all that was happening, but I I now you you can you can. You know, tell me if I'm wrong, if this has ever happened. But in my time of being alive, I've never heard. Well, with the exception of the Cowboys of Jerry Jones, that's another. I mean, that's that's probably one of the craziest. Well, you know, obviously Jimmy Johnson getting fired after he won the Super Bowl, but that was a whole I know personal thing. Um, I've never heard of a coach, especially NBA, with so many games, more than halfway before the All Star break, getting fired with a top. What are they? I think they were the fourth best team in the NBA, like a top five team in the NBA. I just never heard of that. Um, I, I still don't agree with what happened because my whole thing is, okay, look, you want to fire the – okay, I understand what was going on, but you can at least give the guy, a you know, to the end of the year. And who knows what would happen in the playoffs? We don't know. Like, like what if he would have got you off to the Eastern Conference Finals or even to the Finals? Like, you're still going to fire him? Like, I just – my whole thing is, like, the rationale behind it, like, 
you, I, I'm big on, okay, what are the results of the team? What is the team doing, right? They, they're second in the East. They're the fourth best team in the NBA, right? So, obviously, they they can get to the finals. They can get they can easily get to the Eastern Conference finals. Um, I And then on top of that, you know, reports – well, not even – Obviously, I think everybody knows they're paying three different coaches. So obviously, oh man, they yeah. fired Griffin, right? And then I don't know if people remember they also fired Mike Budenholzer last year. You know, obviously because you know he wasn't getting it done, and you know they said he was bad with adjustments and all that. I get all that, okay. And now they're hiring Doc Rivers, which I already know how you feel about Quab, and I'll let you talk about that when you when mm. I get to you. Um, yeah, they're already hiring Doc Rivers, right? So they're paying three coaches salaries right now in one season. So now I'm starting to question them as an organization. Now, you know, I, at some point, I guess we'll talk to Kahar. I'm, I'm, you know, I was even thinking about getting Kahar on this. But, yeah, we'll get him on later on to talk about this. But um, I, I'm starting to question them as an organization now of, like, these of these decisions and moves. I'm starting to question the GM of why you would do this now. Um, like I said, again, I don't like it at all. Um, you could give me all the, the, the reasons or – rationales and oh well this was going on okay again we are we are in this we're in the industry of sports wins and losses results what are you doing what are you doing for me like now on top of that quab let me let me throw this out there they had won five of their last six they were six and four in their last ten so you would think okay when you fire a coach you're on a losing streak they're below five hundred you know they're they're a bad team right like the pistons you would think like that right so again I'm. It's still baffling to me that they fired this guy. Not you know more than halfway through the season, and he was they were second place in the East, and fourth best team in the NBA, and we you don't even know what this guy could have done in the playoffs. You know teams improve as as the season go along. You know it, 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 it does happen. So mm-hmm. yeah, Quab. I mean, like I said, this, to me this was like baffling and just awful bad. What are your thoughts on it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you hit a lot of the same points, so I won't take too long on this. But it it all goes to the relationship he had with his superstar, Giannis, and supposedly it just wasn't very good. Because although I've heard that Giannis did want him to get hired, things just quickly, you know, he just quickly lost respect for him. He didn't care about the defensive end of the ball. I mean, they ranked 25th in points allowed per game in the NBA. Right. Yeah, right. That's true. That's true. I'll give you that. Although... Although we can say it's not really a defensive game anymore. Exactly. Like Correct. These, Thank you. I'm glad you brought that up. Lot, yeah. And here's the thing, too. Like, if you get rid of one of the best defensive guards in Drew Holiday and you bring in Damian Lillard, who's one of the worst offensive guards defensively, like, you're going to have a drop-off naturally. Like, that. that's the risk. Bob, you hit it right on the head. And I, I, I forgot to bring that up. That's, that's exactly a great point. Right. You traded away your best defensive play. That's why I was saying now you have to start questioning the organization and the GM like that. These these moves and decisions, that's an organization, GM, basketball operations level. That That's why I said now we need to start questioning them because you're paying three coaches right now, three coaches in one season. And it also goes to. It, it, it brings up the question, how much power should players, should star players have as far as dictating I agree. coaches? Now, I could, I could see both sides of that because, one, you want to keep your star player happy because the, the p- people are coming to the games to watch the player, not the coach. Like, nobody's coming in there to watch, you know, Adrian. Yeah, but Kwan, let me ask you a real quick question. Do you, do you think Giannis would have just quit on the team 
and they're, they're the second best team in the East. You think he just would have quit? First of all, he's under contract. They're not trading him. He's going nowhere. So I don't know what he thought power he had in a situation. like he uh, had but, no- the, but stars always have power, D, because no, you want to understand keep- that, Quab. They do have power, but to the yeah. extent of this of this situation, right? Let's say for a second, Army, he he went to the Bucks and he said, "Hey, I want Adrian Griffin gone." And they were like, "Nah, we're not doing that. We'll 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 talk about the end of the season. I'm not doing it in the beginning of the season." So what is Giannis going to do? Is he going to quit? Is he going to be like, "Oh, okay, well, I'm not playing for y'all. Okay, don't don't play. You don't get paid because you're on, you're on the contract." So it's not like he had, "Okay, well, I'm not coming back next year." Like, what do you? What was his? What was what was his? What was he going to do? Like, you know but is I mean? it worth? But is it worth having your star player be unhappy if you have a coach that you feel like hasn't? It's not like the coach has won three titles. They're like, well, this coach is kind of expandable, expendable. Excuse me, um, based off the fact that he's new anyway. Like, who cares? Like, let's just get rid of. But I think they're looking, looking at it like this. We want to keep our stars happy. We're not happy with how we're playing on, on one particular side of the ball. But then you bring in Doc Rivers, who, I'm sorry, man, we got to stop living off this 08 Celtics. <laughs> I'm so over it. They'd be having these anniversaries. The Celtics, that's <laughs> Celtics. Another, every damn year, some sort of anniversary. They won one title. They won one. Why? Dude, they get treated like a dynasty more than any other team I've ever seen. It makes no sense to me. I agree. Like the Lakers, the Lakers won more titles than them in that same stretch, and they beat them in that same stretch. And we don't even hear anything nearly. Even when Kobe was still here, we didn't hear. Any, we, there weren't all these Laker reunions. Oh, let's bring Gasol and Kobe and <laughs> no, the Celtics every year. Oh, Celtics team is being honored again. It's like. They won one title, man. I'm so over that team. God, they're annoying. But anyway, <laughs> just, just enough with the Doc Rivers. He's dude. This dude gets every job he wants. Every single job he wants. Quab, you hear, get... Did you hear his 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 salary? Maybe forty million per year. Doc Rivers. I, go look at it. I thought I was reading. Wrong. I didn't even think coaches could get paid that. Wow. Yeah, he may be the highest paid coach in NBA history. Off of one title. Yeah, and even when he won coach of the year, I believe it was the 99 season. Like, the Magic weren't that good, they won like 40 games. Like, ooh, well, they they were they they were one and done, I think, in the playoffs. (laughs) Well, they had, I mean, I mean, I know it was a series, but they were pretty much like they had no chance in the first round, yeah, man. So it's just like, uh, was it the right move to get rid of the coach? Probably not. But with that said, you bring in Doc Rivers, like, how how does this guy keep getting gigs so easily? Like, I don't get it. (laughs) Like every yeah, you bro, can say, a lot of his teams have underachieved. The Magic, for the most part, although they didn't have a great roster, they didn't do anything. The Clippers underachieved. The Sixers yeah. underachieved. Like the Sixers didn't even get to the conference finals. So I don't get it, man. I don't get the Doc Rivers hype. I just don't. I I'm with you, bro. I'm with you. Uh, like I said, this whole situation. Like I'm just really starting to question them as an organization. Now I I get what you're saying that you got to make the superstar happy, right? You don't want any turmoil. And all that, but I seriously doubt. Again, I'm going to repeat myself. I seriously doubt that if Giannis went to the organization and said, <laughs> "I want to get rid of this guy," and they were like, "No," he was going to go back and be like, "You know what? Okay, y'all don't want to do that for me. Cool. I just ain't going to be playing. I ain't going to play hard." Because remember, he still has teammates, right? Regardless of what you know, you think of that man, and the teammates may think the same thing. They still, you're professionals. You go out there and do your job and play. You saw people coming to watch you for the games. You're making millions of dollars. So I don't want to hear that. Like, like at the end of the season, if we want to revisit this, cool. We can do that. Because here's the thing. Again, I'm going to still repeat myself. What if the guy would have got you to the Eastern Conference Final or would have got you to the finals? I know. And maybe you lose, okay? 
and you're still gonna fire him because your your star player is like, mm, I, I'm not it's, really feeling it's, him. It's not a good. It's not a good look, man. Um. Oh, by the way, speaking of Doc Rivers, so I just looked this up. He won Coach of the Year in the '99 2000 season. Mm-hmm. They went 41 and 41. And they didn't make the playoffs. And he oh, won. I thought they made it. Oh, no, no, I'm looking it up right here. 99-2000 Orlando Magic season. And there's a section that gives the highlights of their season. It's a very short yeah. yeah, Doc Rivers won his first coach of the year. He won it over Phil Jackson. Well, first of all, how did that happen? How did he win it over <laughs> Phil? <laughs> well, you know what happens, though, right? When you have, like, a roster like Phil does. Like, you don't – it's like Belichick didn't win coach of the year that many times because, like, well, you have Brady. Like, you – you're expected to win a bunch of games, but like they need to make the playoffs. Like it'd be different if, like, oh, okay, they got in, they were terrible the year before, they didn't make, they were the night seed. So I, I don't know, man. But, yeah, I, I know. I mean, the Doc Rivers thing is just a, it's it's a joke. I, I don't. First of all, you know, he, he was also named a top fifteen coach of all time. I just don't get. Maybe we're missing. I don't get it, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm, maybe I'm not a Doc Rivers guy at all. No, I don't yeah, think he's a I'm terrible not. coach. But I think he's yeah, no, no, no. We're not sitting up here saying that Doc Rivers is terrible. Yeah, do I, I think overrated. He's yes, I do overrated think he's overrated. Coach. I do. Yeah. I think he. I think he's had very good rosters. The Clippers had a good roster. The Sixers had a good roster, and they all underachieved. I agree. And I'm being real, bro. Like one of us could have coasted up that Celtics team. They had like three Hall of Famers. Well, did I you think. hear? Apparently, okay. So, and I'm sure you heard about this. So apparently, they said Thibodeau was really more of the catalyst for that team because. He was that's like how a defensive got the defensive coordinator. That's how he got his jobs. The Bulls yeah, job, right? Yeah, so mm-hmm. he was – I mean, obviously, you know, there's no defensive coordinators in, in, in basketball. But they said he because of his defense and how he designed it, he was really the real reason why they won that year. It wasn't Doc. It was really Thibodeau. Right, that's how Thibodeau got these jobs. But, yeah, bro, so it really wasn't even all him. Yeah, man. Yeah. But anyway, bro, <laughs> let's, let's move on. Um, <laughs> let's move on again. Um. Man, so Monday night, Joel Embiid had 70 points. Carl Anthony Towns had 62 points. Now, Joel Embiid, they won their game. Cat, uh, they lost their game. But, Quad, we got to start asking, man. I think you and me were talking about this off the pod a couple of days ago. Are we starting to see the return of the dominant center? Yeah, I think we are. And it's really cool, man. I, I love it because you could look at the top five players in the league right now. I would be shocked if anybody had. Embiid, Jokic, or Giannis outside of that top five. They're easily a lock for the top five players in the NBA right now. Yeah, I agree. And even if you look across the league, if you look at your, you know, Anthony Davises, if you look at, a little inconsistent, but if you look at your Carl Anthony Towns as a very skilled big man, like there's just a lot of guys that are yeah, with, you know, Wimbiana is going to be in a Oh, yeah, Wimby, Wimbiana. Chet Holmgren. I really like Chet, man. Mm-hmm. I love that dude. Uh, Chet Holmgren. I think he's going to be in a pretty, pretty good. Do you like um, Chet over better than Wimby? You know what, man? I'm a, you know, this may be a hot take, but I, mm. I think he may end up having a better career. And now if he I don't think it's healthy, a hot take. That's why I was asking you. Yeah, I think it, it gets talked yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. That's if he can stay healthy. You know, obviously, you know, he he was out, you know, his, his rookie year, he was out the whole season. But really, I mean, with both of them, it's really, can they both stay healthy? But, well, yeah, I think if Peck can stay healthy. I, yeah, um, yeah, man. And, he, you know, listen, I, I know you guys are not big on Christoph Porzingis, but the Celtics. No, I like Christoph. The Celtics got. Really, really better with him on this on the floor because I mean they've even mentioned in a lot of these analysts have said like when they got that was probably one of the most underrated moves of the offseason. Um, the Celtics getting Kristaps and um yeah man Przingis has been balling for them too man he's been playing really well. Um obviously you know he's another big guy who can you know shoot the outside shot 
you know, sometimes create his own shot. Yeah, man. So I agree with you, bro. I think we're starting to see this, this return of the dominant center, like, but obviously with a little finesse with it. Um, and obviously, you know, a lot of these guys are international players as well. Um, do you see this kind of now, you know, remember when it was like a guard kind of thing, like the, like the 2010s to like late 2000, you know, 19, even, you know, maybe early tw- uh, 2020, you know, it was all about, you know, getting the guard. Do you think now you start seeing more big men centers getting drafted going forward? Yeah, I think so. Now, I'm not necessarily super familiar with who's in college right now and who some of the upcoming guys are. But well, I heard that I, guy from Purdue supposed to be pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm forgetting his name. Top of my yeah, head. me too. I'm blanking on his name. But yeah, I heard but he... no. If you look at if you look at the centers of like the 2000s, I think we can come to a as far as like a truce. Although, like he always like a power forward to me, but like Dwight Howard, for example, was probably. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I agree. 2000, yeah. 2010s. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, 2010s. Yeah, and like you know, you had like Demarcus Cousins, but he although had you know did super duper long stretch, um, but yeah, th- this era of centers, this good a group of centers. I'm gonna say since the 90s. Yeah, Zach right? Eddie is like, his name. I'm sorry, I'm talking okay, about you, Zach Eddie from uh, Purdue. Got it. But yeah, would you say these are the best group of centers since the 2000 since the 90s? I agree. Yeah, I would say because so. the, yeah. the 2000s was like Shaq. Like Shaq was easily like the best. I wouldn't say there were any other, unless I'm just crazy and I'm forgetting about a, a couple yeah, guys. Yeah, because I mean, Duncan was a power forward. Garnett right. was a power forward. Exactly. They weren't centers. Yeah, and so Shaq was probably the guy. Yeah, I think he was. I mean, you had he, Ben Wallace. Ben Wallace was a great defender, but he couldn't score. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, I mean, he had like Yao Ming, but he had a shorter right here. Yeah, yeah, he had, you know, he was injury prone. Yeah, but in the '90s, you had, dude. You know the '90s were dope when Al- Alonzo Mourning's probably like the fifth best center of the '90s, and in today's oh, NBA, yeah. in today's NBA, he'd be incredible. So exactly, um, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's been really cool to see, and and it's a different type of big man too, right? Because you look at like if you look at that game that Embiid had, um, you know, when he dropped seventy points earlier this week, um, it wasn't necessarily back to the basket. Like the, that's the whole thing. That whole era of post people up under, you know, in the paint and dunk on them. That's over. You're getting dudes that shoot like like that shoot threes, like threes. Giannis still kind of bullies his way to the basket, but um, I just love this style of play, man. Like it, it, Embiid is your is, is yeah, great because I will. Mm-hmm. I will say that they every once in a while you'll see Jokic, Embiid, and those guys post. Even like Anthony Davis, sometimes you'll see him post up every once in a while. But you're right, most of the time it's like they're. They're not back to the basket. They're, you know, driving or shooting the, the little mid-range or even yeah. shooting threes. You know what I mean? Um, so you're right. It's not like the 90s where you had Robinson and, you know, Ewing. Those guys will post you up, you know, back to the basket. Elijah Wan, you know what I mean? Uh, Shaq. Yeah. Uh, you know, right. Morning. Even like Dikembe. You know, they were all back to the basket guys. You know what I mean? These guys exactly. are more face, you know, face up shoot the mid-range, face-up, drive, you know, lay-up, dunk, you know what I mean? Even, you know, mm-hmm. face-up, shoot the three in your face, you know what I mean? Yeah, man, it's exciting. I, I, I've always been a big fan of the big the big, the big, big guys, the centers. So it's 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 been really cool to see. And, man, Embiid is just – he's playing on another level this season. And now, hopefully – Yeah, hopefully he, he's eligible for MVP. He's got to be careful. He can't miss that many more games, but – um, right, I didn't he, know about that until you told me about that the other day. What's what's the rule? They yeah. can't miss like 
I think I think you have to play sixty five or more. I believe. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Well, yeah, because you know he has his little injuries here and there. You know he has his little, you know, um, you know. Be, I mean, sometimes not major, but it's just you know. I know sometimes like with his knees, he just needs some rest. And I know it's, yep. I know, it's, I know the whole thing's to stop that whole load management. You know, I think you were telling me. That. Yeah, no I, no, I love it. I love it. So yeah, the, the according to the new CBA, which was the beginning of this season, you have the you have to play uh, for at, at least sixty five games to be eligible to win MVP. So I think he can only miss eleven more games. I think it's like 11 out of the next like 40 though so he, he should be okay because he's been playing a lot this season so yeah no doubt no doubt all right man so the last thing we're going to touch man so you you know shout out to you for sending me this so obviously the usa basketball announced their 41 finalists for this upcoming uh the paris olympics this summer uh and you know for team usa and like i said it's 41 finalists and they can only choose 12 so me and Quab came up. We're going to come up with our 12. And, you know, obviously we're going to talk about it, see what each other thinks about our roster and why we picked those guys. And, you know, are, are these the right guys going forward that they, you know, should use to, to win the goal? So, you know what, man, I'm going to let you start first, man. Give me give me your 12 and why you picked them. And, um, yeah, just give me your 12. Ooh, this is tough, man, because you got all the you got 41 or 42 different guys and you got to pick 12. And here's my yeah. thing. When you put teams like this together, like I'm being real with you. I don't really care about like, oh, I need a big man. And I, I just want bucket getters. Like it's not like the rest of the world you're playing is going to have all these super big dudes anyway. Like whatever. I just want dudes that can give me buckets. You know what I mean? But right. Like well, said, I will say I will say, OK, before I you know, like, I'll let you get to your I will say mine's I did kind of use a criteria. Because I know the international game, it's it's a lot of, you know, shooting, threes, mm-hmm. outside shooting. So I did take that into consideration when I picked my roster. So right. when, you, when you hit my roster, you'll kind of see like, oh, okay, I see why you picked those guys. You know what I mean? But I was, No, you know, but, but – and right. Well, well I, I was, what I was going to finish saying is with all that said, I still coincidentally have a team that kind of has a good combination of big men and guards. Ah, but at the you. same time, they're all scorers because – you know, like, I don't – basketball – and look, I don't, I'm not necessarily sure how it is in other countries, but it, America's all about offense now, man. So we're going right, right, exactly. to go that route. But um, as far as all the 41 players go, it was hard to, it was hard to pick. I mean, they had guys like Tyrese Halliburton, who's a, a, pretty much a triple-double triple, triple, um, triple monster. Obviously, mm-hmm. a very, very a great uh, assist-to-turnover ratio. We know that. I did not pick him, though. Um I'm still going to go with my, my guards. I'm still going to go with Steph Curry because, I mean, he's Steph Curry, one of the greatest shooters, the greatest shooter, I should say, that's ever lived. I'm going to go with De'Aaron Fox, young guy. He's really emerged as one of the better scorers in the league. I believe he's averaging close to 30 points a game this year. Um, I have Kyrie as another uh, another guard. One, because he's just going to put buckets to seats. Super exciting. And he's had a, a really nice stretch as of late. I know he's been kind of banged up too, but um, I still have him on my roster. LeBron, because I still think he's, you know, one of the faces or the main face of the NBA. Um, and he's kind of on his way out. So it would be nice to see him on the last Olympic team. Um, I got Kawhi on there as well. I think he's had a nice bounce back season. He stayed pretty healthy, still really good on the defensive end. Dame Lillard, I got on there as well. Um, Clutch, obviously one of the better scorers. One surprise on here is I got Donovan Mitchell, who I still feel like is kind of underrated at times. Still a prolific mm-hmm. scorer. Cavs have been playing really well this year. He's really helped turn that franchise around since LeBron left. So props to him. Uh, Jason Tatum is another guy I have on my squad. And then for the uh, for my big guys, um, I have Anthony Davis, of course. Um, 
Joel Embiid, who you got to have on there just based off of him being arguably the best player in the league right now. Uh, and I got your boy, man. Oh, I got two more because I think I'm at 10 right now. I have Kevin Durant just because, once again, still doing it at a high level, one of the greatest ever. And I'm going to go uh, your boy, man, Anthony Day- Anthony Edwards. I'm going to go Anthony Edwards. Um, I just love that attitude, that swag he brings to the team. So that, that's my squad right there. Okay, no, I like your squad. We have a lot of similar guys. Yeah. I'm curious uh, who didn't make yours that, that like, vice versa, like, ones that made mine that didn't make Yeah, yours. yeah, I'm going to go through mine's, um, and, you know, no particular order, uh, and I'm not going to say, like, you know, I know you were saying, like, here are my guards, my big men, but I'm just going to go, you know, yep. just say my roster. There so go. I got I got Steph Curry. I know yep. you have him. I have uh, mm-hmm. KD. Uh, I, have, I, I have I have LeBron. Um, nice. I have do Kawhi. You, and I'm curious, what do you have reasoning behind some of these guys? I mean, I know you're just going through Yeah, it, yeah, so... Obviously, with Steph is the shooting. Um, KD is just more to get buckets. Um, LeBron is more the 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 leadership. You know what I mean? He's yeah. gonna bring the leadership. You know, he's the veteran presence. Kawhi, I have for defense. Oh, you got Kawhi too. Nice. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't know. I didn't know if you get right. I, I forgot. I left off right. Um, so I got Kawhi, and that's more. You know, obviously he can do he, great two way player offense and defense. I got Dame Lillard, who you have um, more for scoring and shooting. Um, I also have Jason Tatum, who's a who's a bucket getter, uh, who yep. loves to shoot outside shots. I also have Trey Young. Um, oh, that's an interesting one. Yeah, okay. because again, I, as I said to you before, to me, you have to have shooting when it comes to the international game. You have to, you know, be able to shoot the long ball because you know most of the teams are going to shoot the long ball. So I got Trey Young, and you would come. I guess the my theory with that is I already have Curry and Dame, so I kind of have that. Kind of yeah, I don't think you can have enough shooters. You know what I mean? That's just my theory. You, you can't mm-hmm. have enough. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, after Trey, my you know, then we start getting to the big man. I have Joel Embiid, of course. Um, yeah, easy one. <laughs> yeah, I don't really have to have explanation for that. Um, I have Anthony Edwards, yeah, another bucket getter. Um, you know, uh, then I also have Devin Booker, who's my other bucket getter. Mm-hmm. That's you a know? good one. So there's the two guys that can just get buckets. You know what I mean? Yeah. My, my other big man, I have Anthony Davis. Uh, Kind of similar to Joel Embiid, could shoot the outside shot, could create his own shot, go in, good mid-range. Um, and then my last pick, I got Paul George. Um, so, oh, a- yeah, so Paul George can obviously score the ball, shoot the ball, and he's great defensively, sort of like Kawhi. So, yeah, man, that's that's my 12. So the differences we have, I had De'Aaron Fox, you did not. I had, uh, I also had Donovan Mitchell, which I knew was one that, you may not pick, and I, I I get it. There's a lot of it's tough because you went with Devin Booker. Devin Booker and and Donovan Mitchell are very similar to me. Right, like they're both right. Very similar point per game wise. I've just always liked Mitchell a little better as like a one, like a like a number one guy. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, but you can go either way. I think they're interchangeable. But yeah, I thought the Trey one one is interesting. So I pretty much instead of going with Trey Young, I went with Kyrie. That was my reply. Yeah, because I just feel like you can't have enough shooters when it comes to the international game for with, with the team for Team USA. You can't have enough shooters, you know what I mean? Um, because that's a lot of the international teams, as you know, are going to be shooting, you know, mostly outside shot three ball. So I said, look, the, the team, the team USA has to kind of combat that. And there's nothing wrong with having just bucket getters and guys that are, you know, can obviously score the basketball in any way. But it's always you can't have enough shooters when it comes to an international game. So it's like having Steph, having Dane, having, you know, uh, Trey yeah. Young, having KD, having Tatum. Um, you know, even Paul George, who can hit the outside shot. Yeah, you know, it's it's never can never have enough shooters. You know, especially, so yeah, yeah. So that's that's my team. 
I mean, I, this isn't one of those segments where I'm going to be like, how could you pick that dude? Like the Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's 41 finals. You can't really go wrong, you know? Exactly. Nah, but I'm excited, man. I know you're a big fan of Olymp- uh, bas- and, and basketball, uh, men's Olympic. Um, oh yeah, I love, it, man. I love it. Yeah, I've been, I've been, I've been a fan since I was a kid, man. I love. I mean, you covered it in college too. So I did, like, yeah. You know, Team USA. Season. You know, yeah, man. I mm-hmm. love it. I love it. So, um, yeah, and they need guys like this again because you know the last few Olympics, even though we we been, we had been winning, um, you know, well we yeah we because you know we didn't win the last one though, right? I don't think we won the last one. Right. Oh, I think we finished like second or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. So the one before that, we barely won, but yeah, we just hadn't been looking good the last few years. So I think this is you know this year where I don't want to say you know it's not like the redeem team or anything like that, but to get back on track, you know, you need guys like this. I think, and I think these are the guys that can really get you back on that winning and dominant. You know, where it's like you know clearly Team USA is the best team in the world. You know, it's like no question. You know what I mean? Oh, I think guys. So. Yeah, man. I'm super, super excited. It's, it's going to be great. And just seeing the best of the best. And it, it's pretty cool because you look at players like Embiid, who um, has options, right? He, he doesn't have to play for the t- uh, Team USA. So it's pretty cool um, that he may potentially join the team um, if he does if he does join. Um, if he, it's going to be dope to see him on the team is what I'm trying to say. So Right, right. Exactly, exactly. Because yeah. where, where is he? Not, not the African He's from Cameroon, country. but he's. I know. No, he, right. I'm talking about his, his European ties. Where is he? Who? Joel Embiid? Yeah, I thought he had ties. Oh, no, I'm tripping because I, I know, like, um, obviously Giannis is Greek. Okay, I don't know right. why I'm tripping. Not Embiid also. No, no. Joel Embiid came straight from Cameroon to, to, to Kansas. Yeah, I don't think he had any. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, um, no, you're right. You're right. I'm confusing him with. Yeah, with yeah, yeah. And he's a, obviously became a U.S. citizen. So, yeah. So, um, which would be, I mean, obviously it's better and huge for us. So, yeah, but um, yeah, man, it should be good. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Um, you know, I love like I, like you said, I love the Olympics. I love watching Team USA basketball. So, yeah, man, it's and it'll be good to see LeBron back on there. Um, I I don't think Steph has ever been on an actual Olympic team, so that'll be good to see Steph. And, yeah. Um, yeah, to see some of these guys, you know, for the you know some of these other guys, first time guys. Yeah, I think it's gonna be exciting. I think it'll be great. No, for sure, man. I'm I'm super excited. I'm just I get more and more into basketball, especially when football's not on. So I'll, I'll be excited to see that. That's true, right? Because the good thing is this year after the finals, you'll have more basketball with the Olympics. So yep. that is true. Exactly, that is true. But yeah, man, that's gonna do it for another episode of uh, Brothers Got Next. Um, I know, man, you you you'll be headed out soon to the Super Bowl in in our in our old yeah, in Vegas. I'll be back in Vegas, man. I'll be out there uh, on the sixth. So that went that Tuesday before the Super Bowl. Uh, we'll be doing a live episode of the show I work on, uh, Night Nightcap. We'll be doing a live show from Resorts World in Vegas. So anybody that wants to wants to come through, holla at me, slip, slide my DMs, text me, try to get you to come see the live show. <laughs> No doubt, no doubt. Yeah, well, you know, with me, uh, you know, me and Quab will try to do a show, a preview show before he gets out of here of the Super Bowl. Um, and you know, we'll talk about the Super Bowl, see who who we both like, and you know, who's gonna hoist the the Lombardi Trophy up. But uh, in fact, I might I might hit you up. We can do one right of my right live from Vegas in my hotel room. I'll, we we can do a show from there. Yeah, that'd be dope, man. That'd be awesome. Yeah, that'd be yeah, dope for sure. I'd, for I'd sure. be down for that. But yeah, yeah, man, until next time, uh, man, you know, uh, yeah, like I said, next time we'll hopefully we'll be chopping up and, you know, while you're in Vegas and uh, at the Super Bowl and, and should be should be good times. Yeah, for sure. We'll do it again next time. All right. Peace. Peace.